0: Welcome, I'm Ryan Hicks and this is Modern Business, the podcast to learn from franchise business leaders and explore new business technology. Our community is about sharing knowledge and tools that help us achieve our goals in business and beyond. Thanks for being here and welcome to Modern Business. Welcome back everybody to Modern Business Podcast. Uh, Looking forward to to having you guys meet my next guest. You know, I actually had the pleasure of meeting these folks at IFA for the very first time this year and spent a lot of uh, time with uh, some folks on their team, actually at the IFPG conference earlier this month, uh, they happen to be, um, you know, very happy. I hope clients with uh, Fishman PR here, and they work with us in multiple capacities actually, which is really great. And uh, I'm really looking forward to having them share their story with you. Uh, a brief note before we get started, guys. I know that this is probably going to be coming out after uh, the Young Conference, which at this point it's October 29th. It's only a couple. Uh, it's only a couple days away. Um, we really, really hope that you guys, um, you know, join us for next year. Um, it is going to be. At an, at, an, at an unknown time, at an undisclosed location, not to be secretive at the moment. But, you know, we're really excited to, you know, share kind of the uh, the outcome of the conference and how it went. And we're going to be posting all sorts of stuff on social media uh, during the conference and after, um, both through uh, Ryan and I's social media channels, through community, and also through on um, Franchisors.com, uh, our very new website, uh, that Young Conference is under the umbrella of. Uh, but uh, really excited to have my next guest today. Uh, they are a power couple. Um, uh, that I, we have uh, Jackson, Deanna, Loychuk. And I always, as I said, I was joking with them earlier, want to make sure that I pronounce everybody's name correctly. Uh, they are the co-founders of a really awesome concept called 30 Minute Hit. And uh, really, really excited to have you guys uh, meet them. Thank you guys for joining us. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Zach. It's great to be here. So you know, I, I think that everybody always, everybody always wonders um, how folks that get into the fit, how folks that get into the fitness industry of franchising, how they really get started and get passionate about it. I think we should okay. definitely start with that, just so people can kind of get an idea of how you guys got really uh, so involved uh, in fitness, just in general.
1: Sure. Yeah. Um, well, I can, I guess, field that one to start. Um, for me, it was, it was really sort of happenstance. Um, I've always been, uh, you know, interested in sports and athletics and fitness, um, you know, as a kid playing lots of uh, competitive, competitive sports and, um, and, and, and always just sort of being active. Um, after, you know, high school and college, I was, you know, just looking for um, a new way to stay in shape and, and, and do something industry, interesting. Sorry, And um, I, I dabbled in martial arts a little bit as a kid and decided I wanted to pick it up again and um and just managed to uh find a training facility that worked for me locally um and it just sort of really sparked my interest and I got really passionate about it I had a bit of a natural ability at it and um and it just sort of progressed to the point where um after training you know for a while I saw some business opportunities i have always been a lifelong entrepreneur as well and um and so sort of in in that vein it all sort of came together and um And, and, you know, through that process, um, Deanna and I, you know, um, saw an opportunity um, that was maybe outside of the standard martial arts offering at the time. You have to remember this was 15 plus years ago now. So um, things were a fair bit different uh, back then. And, and, you know, our concept was was very novel. um, And uh, and so, like I said, we just sort of fell into it. We didn't have a grand plan, (laughs) so to speak. Um, It was really just based Mm -hmm. on on passion and following what we, you know, what we were interested in and what I love to do. So.
2: Well, yeah, and Jackson had this big, you know, warehouse studio that he owned and he was teaching a lot of, um, you know, it's a male-orientated uh, sport, boxing and kickboxing. And there were classes where we had females, but um, it was something that I loved to do. I loved hitting the bag, but I knew this was something that I wanted. We wanted to try something that was uh, different and start something um, that included the boxing and kickboxing, but just have, um, have some sort of class or uh, program that was just for women. Um, and so we did come up with 30-minute hit. It was on a car drive, a five-hour car drive. <laughs> and um, so we kind of put our heads together in, in figuring out how we could run a program that could get a lot of women through, that made sense with women being so busy, with not having class at times, et cetera. Um, so we started a program and we called it the 30 minute hit in Jackson's martial arts studio. And it really took off. So that was the beginning of the hit.
0: I love that. I mean, I, I think that that's definitely such a, you know, a great, everything, everything is typically thought of on the shower, or on a car ride. I feel like that that was like one of the things <laughs> that I learned
2: uh, on
0: my, on my franchise tours and everybody kind of feels like that they come up with things at times when they're, you know, when, when, when there's peace, I suppose, or hopefully at the... Well, Renault there's no other distractions. But no yeah, distractions. You're in a
2: car and you're just talking and your your juices get flowing. Jackson and I have always been entrepreneurs. We've been together now almost 30 years and we've always looked at different ways um, in... Um,
1: you know, to, to find business opportunities. Totally. So.
2: And um, this so, yeah, it, it was a program that we started and it really excelled yeah, quickly. It was, Women were loving it, loving the results they were getting. And, um, when one of our members had an amazing experience with us, she, she was, you know, she approached us and said, I would love to be able to do what you're doing somewhere else in the city. And, um, so a light bulb kind of went off at that point. You know, people always assume you'll always have this great big business plan when you're starting your company. And it wasn't like that for us. Um,
1: no, it was, as I said, it was really about just, um, chasing your passion and, you yeah. know, it is the oldest thing you know, saying in the world, when it comes to business, do what you're passionate about and you'll find success. You know, chasing the dollar signs is, um, you know, a surefire way for, for failure, in my opinion. You've got to do what, what interests you and what what gets you excited. And, and for us, that was the case. Mm-hmm. We just both, you know, really loved the concept, what we were doing and, and got excited about it. And um, and that's, <laughs> that's how things developed.
2: And I think, too, I saw the results these women were getting and, and how they were feeling and it, it's quite I don't know zach if you've ever punched bags before, but um I have yes, yeah well, you know the feeling it's it's an amazing feeling that you get and uh women or we've always been told not to punch, but women love to punch <laughs> and uh, <laughs> these ladies they they really loved it and and you know I think sometimes they think of women in boxing you have a typical stereotype but this was going after the soccer mom. This was not going after a typical uh, boxing image you may have in your head. And these women loved it. These were, you know, stay-at-home moms. These were lawyers. These were um, people working at the supermarket. We had a great variety of different women and backgrounds and social economic. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, And it was attracting
1: all, all demographic of women. And, so, and for the most part, it was, you know, a lot of our, our membership, our Are women who have always secretly desired to do something like this but they haven't really found an environment where they felt comfortable and that's what we've managed to create and that was that was the idea from the outset was was offer the benefits of the style of training which we know worked uh, on a number of different levels but just put it in a way an environment and atmosphere that made sense and was comfortable and accessible for women yeah, more more digestible. And,
0: and, you know, that that kind of leads me to a question that I that I think a lot of people are probably curious about. How did you guys really decide um, to focus on this particular part of the fitness industry? I mean, I I can kind of tell that you guys are definitely passionate about bringing it to a certain you know particular audience, which you guys have done a really good job of doing. Um, and we'll kind of get into the fact that you guys you guys have done a great job of doing it, uh, of doing it in Canada. And, you know, you guys have just started in the US, which we'll talk about. Uh, in a little bit, but, you know, would love to just kind of get an idea of how you guys really decided just to focus on this aside from having, uh, aside from uh, Deanna saying that she likes to punch and understanding a lot of other women like to punch too. I think that there, was there anything in particular that you guys kind of saw um, that, that that really made it, you know, solidified that you guys wanted to focus on just this?
1: Well, when we started out, Zach, I mean, you know, as Deanna mentioned, it was a bit of a pilot program. It was an experiment to see if, um, if, if, if women would react uh, to the opportunity to be able to you know, have something that they could call their own, as opposed to being forced to um, you know fit in with the standard you know, martial arts sort of programs, and again, this was 15 years ago where it was pretty we, we had such a small component of women.: um, mm-hmm.
2: Fitness was very different back then. I don't know fitness, yeah, fitness.
1: You
2: might, might, you're young, Zach. I don't know if you ever heard of the, the fitness curves
0: <laughs> yeah well i know the guy who did all the sales for curves he says it all the time there you go, there you
2: go. The well it's one of the fastest growing franchises in the world and um you know it's a uh, great concept obviously um however um for me personally it wasn't high intensity of enough of a workout and so i saw the success of that Model. model and understood that, you know, I mean, I, I was a busy mom. I had two young boys at home at the time. So raising two young children, uh, Jackson was running his full martial arts studio. And so we were, we were a busy young family and, um, you know, the, the thought of what Kurz was doing made a lot of sense. I mean, we tweaked many different things obviously than what they did. Um, I think I saw a lot of error that they did in their company and then yeah. tried to adjust, um, what we thought would work better for us and um but
1: the express fitness for women concept you know that was that's that was and is a you know a a solid sort of model to work off of um Mm -hmm. what we found though excuse me when we when we started the you know the program was it was very apparent that um you know the success of this model versus the you know the traditional Martial arts model in in our experience, it just it, it made it made sense just to focus on this, and very quickly you know we went we went away from the other aspects um, and just focused on this because mm-hmm. the model works so much better um, mm-hmm. you know at, at the end of the day.
2: Mm-hmm. With not having a class class that time, I think that it just been our um, that just makes our workouts so accessible to so many women, um, you know. You never you never can be late. So you know we know in the fitness industry at five o'clock on a Monday night, good luck getting into a class. Um, you know your book booked solid. Um, you're reserving spots. However, with us because it's circuit based, it's every two minutes you're on the circuit. So um, women love that. They love that. You know if they were dropping their kids off from school, they they could talk to the teacher. They wouldn't be late if there was a traffic. You know they missed a light, whatever. Um, they just felt that this just fit their lifestyle so much. And Vancouver, from being on the West Coast, is a very athletic city. And um, however, now that we're right across Canada, we're expanding into the U.S., it seems like wherever we open, we have success um, because it is such a, an amazing workout. It's also the culture that we've built in, in all our 30-minute hits. has been a big draw for our women.
0: Yeah. And, 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 you know, that does lead me to a question that I did want to ask you guys. And I did mention it earlier and you just did it again, is that really, you know, you guys have had a lot of success in Canada and you guys really decided, you know, well, you know what, we're going to we're, we're going to go to the neighbors to the south and we're going to you know, we're <laughs> going to see how that goes. And, you know, what mm-hmm. made you guys think that, you know, right now was the right time to really well, not right now, right now, but, you know, the past you know year or two really was the right time to try and enter into the US?
1: Yeah, yeah um well you know in in my opinion you know right now is sort of the perfect storm um and in that um you know the fitness industry in general is is booming and has so much room for growth um and it's growing faster in the US than anywhere else um fitness franchising in specifically is is you know a sector of that industry that's uh, again just on fire right now um that sort of combined with um you know uh Women's empowerment movement, um, you know the style of training that we've always offered, high intensity boutique fitness. They're all sort of uh, aspects that come together uh, to describe, you know, exactly what we've been doing uh, for the past 15 years. And so we just feel that the timing is really is is really uh, you know perfect for us in the U.S. market. We've also have um, you know a proven track record. We've got a, a mature brand, and um, and and we're you know we're just ready to. To uh, take it to the next step and, and open it. We're selling market. out of
2: territories too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we just don't have the population that you
1: have,
2: oh.
0: so um, you know. It, it's a logical next step. Yeah. No, I, I hear that, and I think that that makes a ton of sense. It's it's a very common it's a common step that a lot of really successful Canadian brands do, but unfortunately, not all of them making. It. it seems like you guys are doing a really awesome job, and I'm hearing some really great buzz here, which is awesome, and I, I'm excited to kind of see. How that goes because I think it definitely has gone really well so far and it seems that you know at IFPG people were talking about you guys so it's always a good thing so we always like to see that now um moving on to you know differentiation I think I just kind of wanted to dive into this for a bit just so people can kind of hear because the fitness space is uh, relatively competitive no matter what country you're in um I think that it's just important for people to understand how you guys are differentiating yourselves when it comes to somebody potentially investing and really becoming a franchisee of 30 minute hit. And then um, after that, we can dive into how you guys are differentiating yourselves to a typical consumer as well.
2: Okay, sure. So for someone interested in, in you know, going down the franchise route in, fr- in fitness, um, I think there's a couple things that you have to look at always. And I think that's support um, from your franchisor and their team. Um, I I have Jackson and I, not just I, I, we both have the most incredible team. We've been very blessed with such an amazing group of people. Um, They're very, very dedicated to the growth of the brand. Um, All of our success for our franchisees. And it's apparent in everything that we do as a team. And I don't know if you know this, Zach, but um, 90% of our corporate team uh, are franchisees um, in the brand. Mm -hmm which is pretty rare. And um, so they're very committed to the brand. They want to see the brand grow. They want the success of their franchisees. Um, you know, they're always willing to take a phone call, always willing, you know, to to help a brand new franchisee. Go above and
1: beyond. Yeah.
2: Um, we've created a numerous amounts of management programs <clears throat> for our new franchisees that makes it very easy for them to, um, track memberships and um for advertising etc so um i think you know it was a big step for us to come to the us no doubt but we've spent a lot of time making sure we were ready when we came down to the us too we didn't come down there i don't think too soon um we wanted to make sure we were ready for the expansion because uh, you can grow very quickly in the us as i'm sure you've seen many franchisors do in the past so Um, You know, we're excited. We're also opening in the UK. uh, And we're also opening in Saudi Arabia in January, which is quite exciting as well.
1: Yeah, I I think I could just key on that um, a little bit as as well, Zach. Deanna mentioned that sort of making sure we're ready. And and, um, I I would add on that that ready to continue growing responsibly. I think one of our biggest differentiators from, you know, the the franchise perspective is that we're not like a lot of brands that are are, are just anxious to sell as many locations as fast as they can.
2: Good
1: um, point, yeah. We are really about responsible growth and making sure that, A, we're bringing the right people onto the team, um, and then, B, we're able to support them, and we're not getting ahead of ourselves. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that that's a... Um, you know, our, I, I know from uh, feedback of our, our candidates that we brought on when they've looked at other fitness brands, um, you know, the consistent sort of feedback we get is that with us, it doesn't really... Feel like it's a sales process. Um, it doesn't feel like there's any pressure, you know, um, and because there isn't, because we're, we're just, we're, we're not,
2: we want the right people. We're not
1: just trying to sell as many franchises as quickly as we can. Um,
2: and, I think yeah. we're just
1: trying to give people all the information that we can to help them make the right decision and then, you know, make sure that they are a fit for the team. Um, and then make sure that, and, you know, on top of that, we have all the resources necessary to support their success. And so I, I do know that differentiates us from a lot of franchise operations out there who are really sales oriented. And it's just about sort it's of... It's
2: just selling the three yeah. or five pack, how many you can sell yeah. next. And we're, that's just not our And our, our, mantra. Our, our
1: primary mission from day one has always been, whether it's Canada or the U.S. or anywhere, is just the success of our franchisees first and foremost. Um, and we truly firmly believe that all the other pieces will will fall into place. Uh, if we stay focused on that, and, and we've been proven right so far, so um, that's that's the direction that we'll keep going.
0: No, a- absolutely, and I think that that's just that's very helpful for people to know because I think that a lot of a lot of brands unfortunately fall into the camp of you know they 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 have some they, they want to try and get as many people to do multi-unit as possible because that's really you know how you grow quickly and that's mm-hmm. kind of the goal for some brands and some folks are willing to say you know what i'm i may not make as much money doing this in the beginning but it may be better for me in the long run so it's mm-hmm. just kind of depends everybody has an opinion on what's right and what's wrong and, you know mm-hmm. i know many folks that think the opposite that are very successful too but you know I, I think that it's certainly um you know part of the identity of how you guys are growing absolutely um, uh, there's,
1: there's, there's no right or wrong answer it's just how it works
0: it for, for, us. for us that's yeah. all Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, well, awesome guys. And so um, I think that, you know, I mentioned it earlier and one question that I did have um, for you guys, just in terms of, you know, how you guys are really staying ahead of the curve when it comes to, you know, the habits that folks in the consumer world um, have, because it is of course constantly changing. It is a, is a rapidly growing industry industry right now. And there's, um, how do you guys kind of adjust to the fact that of the kind of the flavor of the month factor, as I like to call it when it comes to fitness, and, you know, innovative foods, too, is that, you know, people can kind of say, well, look, like I like doing this for a couple of months and then I'll go do something else. And, you know, how do you guys kind of stay ahead of the curve when it comes to that? Is there anything that you guys are doing for retention that, you know, is um, really awesome that you would want people to know about? Um,
1: yeah, I think I think the easy answer to that is is uh, well, two answers. One is is quality of, of uh, product or you know the user experience for us, um, we spend a lot of you know resources making sure that um, the, the 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 end user experiences is what it needs to be every single time uh, you know a member walks on to the training map. Um, and the other side of it would be community. So it, you know, and I'll let Deanna talk about community a little bit. Um, you know, but if if you have a consistent quality experience, people don't. Uh, you know, they don't look elsewhere, um, and and if you combine that with, you know, that element of community, um, you know, it, it, it creates longevity in our opinion.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and it's true, you know, we've had members, I'm not, this is no lie, like for 15 years, like members when I, we first started the HIT are still members, that's just unheard of in the fitness industry. Um, but these women say, well, yeah, I, I might ski or hike, but in half an hour, I know I can't get a better workout than the HIT. And they love it. And I think, too, you know, it is that quality of training. Um, They um, it's also the community. We do a lot of fun events in our hits. um, And you ask so many of our members, our testimonials all tend to say, you know, it's yes, we get the results through fitness, but it's also um, the mental um, what they see and how they feel and what it does for them. You know, we've had so many testimonials. And I'm a better mom that I started the 30 Minute Hit. I'm a better wife. I have more energy for my kids. You know, I'm, and of course, many fitness, um, different alternatives of fitness offer that as well. But I think the Hit, it's, it's, you know, once our members are part of the Hit, they'll say all the time that you know, I, I've always gone to a gym, but I've, I hated going to a gym. This is not a gym. This is such such a different experience, and um, and so that's what we hear constantly um, from our members is that the hit is becoming like a third place for them. It's work, home, and the hit. And they become. I know this sounds a little cultish, but they become disciples of the hit. They call themselves hitters. Everything they do relates to the word hit,
1: and it becomes it, a big part of their it's life. It's a,
2: a big part of their life, you know. in our I think our owners and our trainers become very involved in those members' lives, and um, so they feel part of something, not just like a big box gym where they walk in and there's just a number. It's not like that at a HIT, um, and they they feel valued, and um, so. Yeah,
1: and that that never gets stale. So you know, mm-hmm. um, I you know we have really strong retention rates within our operations because because of you know those factors for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I I think that that's so very good for people to kind of understand, too, because that's always a consistent worry that I have as, uh, you know, as being being young and the fitness space and, you know, being involved and going to a lot of these different types of concepts. Maybe I'm not necessarily your target market for for you guys, per se, uh, for obvious reasons. But, of course, um, I, I can I recognize that is really the hardest thing is retention and, you know. The rise of class pass in the US, I'm not 100% sure if they have it in Canada, but I know here oh, it's yeah. a major problem is that uh, a lot of folks, you know, they're on class pass and they get people through the door. But you know,
1: how do you keep them? How do you get them to come back all the time? And I yeah, know I that's always a
0: major issue.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely it's it's a challenge, Jack, because there's because there's a lot of fitness offerings out there. There's no shortage of it. But mm-hmm. um, you know, for us, we we've always just stuck to our our, our core values. Um, we haven't really tried to compete with the other gyms in quotations. Um, we've just done what what we know works for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know, again, that that focus on making sure that we're providing a quality experience every time, and then creating a community. That, uh, that brings these women together and empowers them and lifts them up. is, is It's something that's, that's proven to, to be effective for us.
2: No, and the 100%. fact that it's all in the band too, yeah. um, we, we get that a lot. Um, a lot of our members love that it's women only. It does have a different feel than yeah. when it's a co-ed fitness studio. Um, you know, we do have all of our 30-minute hits have an area for child, not really child care, but... Um, there is an area where you can bring your newborn or a two-year-old and the mom can see the child from the floor and um, it, it works for some moms really, really well. And I just think by, nothing against males, but having a male body in a hit, it's just, it's a different vibe, mm-hmm. right? And it, it works well with all females. Um, we've heard countless times, please never bring men into the, into the 30 minute hit. Um, we, I have nothing against males, but, um, we are going to keep it female hundred percent. I just feel that there's a lot of opportunities for males to do boxing and kickboxing and uh, there's not a lot for women. So we're going to stick to keeping it women only for sure.
0: As you should. And, and, and I think that, that, uh, that leads me to another question that I have for you guys, which is kind of turning the idea of being uh, a women, a women's only um, concept and really prioritizing that, you know, does that affect the perspective that you guys have, not only on your particular fitness space, but also within franchising at a macro level? Does that kind of changed the way that you guys perceive both of those spaces, just because you guys have a little bit more of a unique um, viewpoint, considering that you guys focus on, you know, half of the people in the world, as opposed to all?
1: Uh, you, you mean in the, in, the, in the franchise
0: space? I
2: think you mean both. I mean,
0: really, really either in the franchise space or in the fitness space or or both, really. I mean, I'm just kind of curious as to, you know, if that affects really your perspective just in terms of how you guys yeah. do business well, or, or things.
2: women are really getting into franchising, as I'm sure you know that. I mean, it's on the cover of every magazine how women – and it's really taking off. And obviously, we love selling to women um, franchisees. We have – majority of women franchisees Um, we do sell to um, males we do have male owners that it does work Uh, we sell to a lot of husband and wives. so uh, but the majority of our franchisees are female Uh, I think it's a business that they're good at because it is about empowering other women and nurturing and listening to women's stories we all know women are are good at that so
1: yeah. I think I can answer that question from uh, maybe a different perspective as well. Is um, you know, previous to this, um, you know, I was dealing with primarily men. You know, ninety-eight percent men. Um, I really enjoy working with women in this capacity. Like I, I, I find that um, you know, being in in a mostly female environment and um, it, it's in some ways easier. Um, there, you know, the, the women are just. Um, that I get to work with, Um, they work hard, they're disciplined, um, you know, they, it's an easier environment to do business in in this particular field, in my opinion, it really is.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, well, well, I mean, hey, um, I'm just, I was honestly just curious, because I am uh, always interested to kind of hear when people have a little bit more of a, you know, a a narrow scope in terms of how they do business, it is kind of curious to see how they view the franchise space at a macro level. I think that you're definitely very right. Is that, you know, there are, there, there are a lot of people, a lot a lot of fantastic women that are gracing covers of many, a of many a fitness and trade publication that you guys are seeing out there. And, you know, I personally am always a fan of the idea of a female entrepreneur, considering that, you know, the very firm that I work for today uh, was was started by my own mother, so I uh, totally up. do get that, and and I and I think that that's uh, that's always why I like to ask that question. That's one question that I always try to ask, and the other one that I that in really was kind of the crux of how we started modern business was, you know, the technology side of brands because I don't necessarily feel that people get to illuminate that enough, and you know, this is always the question that Ryan and I try to end with, and that's you know, how is technology playing a role, and how you guys are. Um, you know, gaining an edge in the market? Is there anything in particular that you guys are doing technologically that really is set, helping to set you guys apart?
1: Yeah. Um, well, for us, you know, technology is, in my opinion, when it comes to fitness is all got to be about the user experience. Um, I think that, that for us anyways, uh, we, we need to be careful that, that we don't let technology p- create too big of a, um, or become too big of a piece in, in our experience. It's got to be something that adds to the experience, but it can't be the whole experience. Mm -hmm. Um, So you know, it's 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 everything from um, how our how our members are engaging us from the moment that they see our brand to the moment they walk through the door to um, you know going through the user experience of of when they're actually you know on on the on the circuit and they're they're doing their workout. Um, you know, whether it's, you know, through heart rate monitors, whether it's, you know, how they, you know, interact with our check-in tablet, all of those things play a small piece to the user experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that they're all really, uh they're important, especially moving forward, because people are expecting, expecting it. They're expecting yeah. the technology to enhance their user experience. And if mm-hmm. you don't keep up with that, you can fall short. I also think that that there's some brands where, um, they they may be falling into the trap of relying on technology too heavily for the user experience because people still want that that community personal that, that that personal feel they want that community touch.
0: Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. Un- understood, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think that having the the balance between the two of those is super important. And you know, I I for one, I'm looking forward to you know seeing not only from a technological standpoint how you guys evolve, but also from a brand in general as you guys kind of start our, as you guys are kind of on the front end of your journey um, entering into multiple new countries and I'm really excited to see you know your growth and you know we're, we're, we're of course really happy that um, we get to play a small part of that as well and uh, I really appreciate you guys taking the times and and, and, and I think that this will uh, I'm really excited to get to hang out with you guys a little bit more in person and I know that we mentioned uh, Young Conference here I, I hope that we can obviously get you guys there next year because i know that you guys vancouver to miami is not exactly the shortest flight in the world oh, it's so i appreciate flight. you guys even yeah, thinking about
2: nothing. it it's just time but it's... i know stacy she really wants us to go so and who i'll go to miami any day
0: <laughs> no, i hear that sorry jackson <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> you know it's, uh, but but but, oh, uh, okay. but, I, but i'm really happy yeah uh, No, of course and please we would welcome you guys and we really appreciate um you know, here at Modern Business, you guys coming on and joining us today. We appreciate the invitation. Where can people go to learn more
1: uh, about
2: 30minutehit.com?
1: 30 30 hit? minute yeah, that's in 30minutehit.com is our membership-based website, and for franchise information, they can go to my30minutehit.com.
0: Okay, so folks, that is
1: my30minutehit.com. Do not make the mistake of going to
0: 30minutehit.com only, unless, of course, you would like to... Learn a little bit more about uh, going to one of the classes at a location near you so you yeah. go. Thank you guys so much thank you guys so much for uh, hopping on again uh, folks thank you guys all uh, for listening here uh, this should be posted uh, ASAP and and you know we would really love feedback on all the episodes that we posted from the tour. We still have about 20 left that we're still going to be posting so feel free to respond to Ryan and myself through uh, through franchiseorscom modern businesses. Uh, social media pages, our personal pages, or of course, if you have my, if you're blessed to have my number, you can always text me and complain to me as well. Thank you guys so much again and uh, have a very good day.